Okay, um, I'm sorry you had a crappy year. I'm sorry Craig treated you like dirt, but get over it. Paige, you have no idea. You take everything so seriously. Just lighten up. <laughs> yeah, I'll just do that, Paige. You should. I'm sorry to be brutally blunt, but Craig didn't cheat on you just because of hormones. Paige. So run away next year, but it won't help, because the real problem is you. Welcome to All About Degrassi, the show where the king lives. What? The king of rock and roll. Oh, LV. Through the, through, the, through the body of a young pubescent boy. Mm -hmm. That was Austin Butler, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that was him as a child. He was already a method actor. <laughs> did you ever see that? No, I did not. It mm. seems... You, it seemed no, like a real commitment. No, you're good. You're good. You don't need. To. I like Boz Lerman, but like, has he really hit it outside out of the park? Other than Moulin Rouge, I don't know. I don't think he has. Uh, I haven't seen Romeo plus Juliet in a while, so it's I don't know fine. how it holds up. It's fine. You know uh, how I am with Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> Trigger warning. Um, I'm Evan Goodrich. I'm Nick Sohoya. It's less hot today, is it? Uh, is it? I don't We're know. working on it. It's still really hot out here. It's gonna be really We're hard. We're struggling. We're gonna be dying. We should go on the road to Toronto. It might be hot there right now. What's what's more know, north? It's, it's humid. What's there, more too. north of Toronto? Um, Alberta. Yellowknife. Alberta. Is that where Alberta is? We hear about Alberta later. <laughs> Do you remember that? I don't know where. I, I I mean Alberta. I think is just sort of. I think it's on the same latitude. Nova Scotia. That seems north. Mm. Don't you think? Mm. Newfoundland? Newfoundland. That seems north. Uh, the Yukon? Yeah, Yellowknife. Oh, that's I think what... Yellowknife is in Yukon. Oh, Remember okay. Yellowknife? No, what Season is Season premiere? The series premiere? What? Uh, Jordan, Emma's uh, captain's oh, boyfriend, was from Yellowknife. From Yellowknife. No, I absolutely forgot that, yeah, but thank like, you for the geography. That's like way uh, like the asshole up. of Canada. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> today at the top? Well, let's go. Let's talk about the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so we are talking today, the first episode on the docket, season three, episode 20, I Want Candy, named after the song by Bow Wow Wow. I want candy. I want candy. Which is in fact a cover of the 1960s song what? by the Strange Loves. <gasps> What? Yes. Oh, yes. Do we have to hear that version, too? Uh, well, I would actually rather hear uh, the version that I am most familiar with, which is, of course, the Aaron Carter cover. Okay. Well, there's too many versions, and out of respect to Aaron Carter, I think we have to just do the Bow Wow Wow version. Cause... Out of respect to Aaron Carter, we will not be playing Aaron Carter's <laughs> yeah. version? <laughs> yeah. No, Brad, we're, we're playing... Steal like, here's the thing, Evan. We're stealing this music. I don't want to steal from... Dearly Departed Aaron Carter. No, I do. I'll happily Aaron, steal from Brent, Bow Wow Wow. Brent, play that Aaron Carter cover. <laughs> okay. So, this episode opens with us finding out that Ashley has been missing a lot of school recently. Yes. And Paige and Spinner... Feeling Delinquent child. Yeah, yes, yes. And <laughs> truancy abound. are about to join her in her truancy journey. Yes, because they are just having a not fun time at all learning in school. Yeah, it's too much learning going on. <laughs> well, they complain about that. They're like, we have to know all this stuff. It's like, yes, that's, that's, a, that, that's a final, yeah. Spinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything you learned this semester, you're, yes. you're going to be tested on it. I'm so sorry. 
And uh, I, as we've been talking about, they are really checking off the tropes and the iconic stories of high school. And we already had a breakfast club. Here we have a Ferris Bueller. This is a Ferris Bueller. It's not quite as fun as Ferris it's Bueller. It's not as fun. They, also they not... just go to the mall. <laughs> no, they do a lot. They, they do, do a, a lot. They do a lot of things. No, they, all of it happens at the mall because we know that Italian restaurant is also at the mall. Well, it's a very big mall. Actually, okay, here's the thing. Okay, you what? know what? Tell me. We'll, we'll get into it later. Okay, we'll, we'll get, get into it later. Into it. We'll get into um, it. <laughs> so they're going to skip school. Yeah, that's what we're doing. And uh, you skipped school, right? Back in the day. Um, Not a ton actually but in like senior year for sure because mm. the thing about my senior year is i was doing running start so all of my classes were at uh the community college oh right except for my orchestra class and i had literally had that orchestra teacher since fifth grade Orc- so Orc. she would let me kind of do whatever yeah we so always I, had, I would we, skip those classes yeah i had one of those teachers too i mean i don't know if she would let me but she just didn't care she was not paying attention enough attention so i would take <laughs> advantage nice. of that um i definitely I have a very distinct memory of me and my friend emily our my our senior year of high school we skipped Miss McManus's, uh, I think it was advanced drawing. It was some art class. And this is Miss McManus. Skipping drawing yeah, class. Yeah, I know. Wow, rebels. I know. <laughs> and we went to KFC. That's pretty fun. And I got, I think I got like, you know, like fried chicken wings at KFC or something like that. Fried chicken's a great food and then, and, then, and then we came back to class <laughs> and I had like my chicken that I had ordered and people would just not be chill and cool about this they would be they were, everybody was like oh you got chicken what blah, blah, blah. like bringing attention no, to the fact you're gonna ruin it you i know marks. and then and then we have a distinct memory of like as this kid is like potentially ratting us out Ms. McManus just goes someone say chicken and that was it and that was the extent <laughs> also she didn't smell the chicken that's a very smelly no food. everyone else was smelling the chicken i she was not smelling the chicken i guess my coolest cutting class story is I don't know if I would call that cool, but yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty cool story to me. <laughs> uh, my coolest cutting class story is I had, and I also did running start in junior year, and I had a Get it. Spanish class. So accomplished. I had Spanish class uh, and orchestra. So I would sometimes be hanging out at my parents' house and then be like, oh, fuck, I've got to drive to school. Class starts in five minutes. And, you know, I would very frequently be five or ten minutes late. One time I was 12 minutes late, and technically, if you show up 10 minutes or or more after, you're like you, officially. It, you are officially not allowed to get credit oh, wow. for that day. So I walked in, I sat down, and Mr. Co was his name, said, uh, you know you're past the deadline, right? Like, you can't get credit for today. So just wordlessly, I got up and left, and I felt very badass. <laughs> and everyone laughed. It was pretty cool. I was a cool you kid. slammed your books on the yeah. ground. <laughs> No, it wasn't even that. It was more of a shrug and like, okay, then I'm going to leave. <laughs> Everyone thought it was pretty cool. I will say. That was what, the one time it was cool. <laughs> that was the one the time. The only time. Never in high since. School. No. Uh, well, in high school. That was, you peaked in that moment. For sure. No, like, I don't think I've done anything that cool since either. That yeah. sounds pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I will say, what I do love about this episode is how neutral it is towards these kids skipping school. Yeah, like actually, there's no judgment on it. No, it's not like proselytizing about like stay in school, kids. It's like literally just like yeah, kids cut class every now and then. And especially when we get to the scene with Ashley uh, jumping out a little bit and her mom, uh, 
She's yeah. not even actively discouraging it. And I actually loved Ashley's mom. She seems like a really cool, understanding mom. I do want to talk more about this scene. Um, okay, is there anything in between, or can we just There jump is, it? I think. Let's see. Oh, well, um, Kendra's in it for five seconds, so we need to talk about that. Oh, yeah. We need okay. to talk about Dylan's car. Yeah, we need to talk about... So the two of them both devise plans to get out of school. So Paige forges a letter from her mother yes. excusing her. Um, and she, of course, takes Dylan's car for the day. Um, yes. And, he... and I like his little car. It looks like a Hot Wheel. It does. <laughs> it looks like a very fun Hot Wheel. Like, yeah. I would like that Hot Wheel. And honestly, like, I'm not a car guy. But no, we're not car guys. Dylan in that car, I'm like, makes him a little hotter. It does. It kind of works for him. Yeah. Yeah. There was thinking about, like, movies in the 80s, too, where it was just like, oh, a boy with a car. Ooh, He's, ooh, la, la. you know, yeah, exactly. The allure. I feel like a pink lady. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Alex. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's Paige's. She's got the letter. Uh, Spinner pretends to be sick for his mother and does the old thermometer and the hot cup of tea. This was a Ferris Bueller moment for sure. Does that happen in Ferris Bueller? I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, of course. Okay, that's what he does. Yeah. He does the tea thing. Well, he, he does the it in cup. the lamp. Oh, he right. He puts it on the lamp. Yeah, that's and right. And he licks his palms. Don't you remember? He tells you the rules. Right. Yeah. That's right. And there's text on the screen. <laughs> anyway, I was right, thinking about right. I'm jumping ahead, but I was thinking about who's who in this, and I don't think Spinner is Ferris. I think Spinner is Sloane. I think Paige is Ferris. And then yeah, Ashley's Paige is Bobby. Bobby. I, yeah. yeah. Right? Yes. Correct. Yeah. And then Ashley is obviously Cameron for so many Absolutely. Reasons. Yes. But then weirdly I do think that Kendra is being Jennifer Grey in this moment and trying to get like, foil is a plan. Yeah, yeah, even though Spinner is not the fairest to me. You know, I think yeah. that's just where the sister character ended up being. So right. she got to be Jennifer Grey. Yeah, to be fair, she's only in this episode for literally, like, two seconds. Is this her last episode? No, no. Okay. Uh, no, she's, she still has a little time left. Okay. It's a, a very brief time with us. Oh, uh, did you she's ever... like a shooting star, you know? Yeah, yeah, brief, <laughs> but... Brief, but impactful. Shined, yeah. Eh, shined kind of... Not that... Not too bright. I remember being like, hey, I like Kendra, and then she was just gone. She's like a shooting star in under bad conditions. Like, yeah. there's like a lot of over, it's a very overcast it's sky. Overcast. But you squint and you're like, oh yeah, I see You're it. like, I think I saw it. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> um, what did I want to say? Oh, uh, did you ever do the old thermometer? Did you ever do that? And did I you ever... think I maybe tried it, but I don't know. I was pretty good at just like being acting miserable and the, <laughs> to the point that my parents didn't want to argue with me anymore. And then I would stay home that way. Yeah, that's I, an effective way. I was know. a pretty frequent fake sicker, I mm-hmm. would say. Mm-hmm. I would say like once a month, I'm like, I'm not going to school. Why the fuck would I do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Been there. So meanwhile, in media immersions, we're going to get to Ashley in a bit. Um... JT won't stop trying to talk to Emma about asking Manny out to the semi-formal. I also was like, oh, right, Emma's on this show. <laughs> she hasn't been around in a while. When was the last time we talked about All her storylines were so front-loaded because we spent so much time with the cancer and with the uh, mm. with the father and the, the blood father in the first episode. I feel like the last time we saw Emma really in any sort of, like, main capacity was in the abortion episode. In the abortion episode, too. Like, I think, yeah, I think, but that was a few episodes ago That was now. a few episodes ago. So, yeah, it's been a while. Welcome back, Emma. And I was happy to see her because sometimes she overstays her welcome, but I missed her. <laughs> I'm glad that she's back. Aw, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, I like Emma. Well, she's just kind of a fascist. Well, she and JT are uh, both land in trouble because he won't stop talking to her, which seems unfair to Emma. Yeah. Like, because she's the one telling him to be quiet. Also, like, how good of friends is Emma with Manny at this point that you're asking 
advice about Manny from I think they're good Emma. friends again. After Are the, they? No, because she was there for her after the uh, abortion. I know, but I thought that was just like, oh, I'm coming together and like we're going to ignore our troubles for a second. Like, I don't think they're hanging out again, are they? No, I think they're, I think they're on good terms. I don't again. believe that. I think, um, I think Manny's still very much alone at the school, and that's sad. I mean, I think they're working on it. Okay. They're coming, they're getting to a place. Fair. Let's, let's write competing fanfics about what <laughs> about Manny and Emma what have been their doing friendship was the like <laughs> at this time. And whichever uh, one's best, the audience at home can that, that, then canon, canon by democracy. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, and then Snake makes them both defrag the computers during lunch. Which, ta- does that take time? Don't you just hit a button? I feel like, I don't really know. I don't, what did... When I hear frag, I think of, like, when you're playing Call of Duty and you like hit a grenade. with a grenade. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what I think of when I hear frag. I don't know what defragging is. I don't know. I, I is did, it when you suck the grenade back up? I did some very brief, uh, you know, half-ass internet research on this, and I was like, I, this is nerd shit. Nerds, okay. if you know what defragging is, please write it and tell us. I To me, or like, don't. again, I don't know about cars. I don't know about computer engineering, but this also just feels like... Like when the, when they talk about engines, like oh just no, saying, no, just saying I believe things. no. I actually think uh, Degrassi, like I think they know about computers like decently well, like this stuff. I think they know. Okay, I believe them. Okay, I, fair. <laughs> there's a Wikipedia article on defragmentation, so I believe that this is real. What did it say? I didn't. I stopped reading. Well, then like, how do you know? What if Degrassi planted uh, that there right. in order to throw you off? We're talking about Ashley now. You can't. Hey. Defrag is an anagram for Degrassi. <laughs> if you rearrange the letters. And if you get rid of the F. Yeah. yeah. And you add. Defrag. If you get rid of some letters and add some more add letters. Some more. It's, yeah. it's, an it's ag- right there. Yeah, there you go. Um, so elsewhere, Ashley is being peak Ashley and she's moping around in her bedroom while she plays this like morose oh. lamentation. Look, I defend some of her like like evanescence style lyrics that she writes but this was really this was over the top i I was like can i recite it please please i'm lost in the void of eternity the eye of the storm the depth of the sea a black hole rips me from inside out gravity ending me that is some real middle school notebook shit right there it's pretty bad I remember I had to take a poetry cra- uh, class in college, and this a was poetry the- crap. Uh, yeah. Oh, girl, I made some poetry crap for sure, because I did not want to be in that class, and I didn't want to do any work to become a better poet, so I would just turn in bad poems. So you, so you ghost wrote this, is what you're saying? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I was sending them a lot of uh, suggestions for Ashley's lyrics. I'm glad they used these. <laughs> and so her mom walks in and is like, "Hmm." You seem to be going through it. <laughs> uh, and she's like, she tells Ashley that she needs her to go back to school soon and that she's been very patient, but it's like... But that's what I like. She's being pretty reasonable. I do. I love this thing because it's like... She's respecting mental health. Well, it, exactly. She is saying mental health days are valid. In fact, this whole episode is about how mental health days are valid. Okay, wait. Now I love this episode. I love this episode. <laughs> I didn't love it at first, but you're making me love no, it. No, I, I actually really enjoy this episode for the silly Ferris... Bueller sort of homage that it is. I just wanted more antics. The final antic, which we'll talk about when we get there, that one worked for me. I wanted a couple more things kind of... You wanted more hijinks. Yeah. More hijinks. I wanted more broad hijinks. But I do love this moment because it is like... I feel like a lot of times we, we conceive of like skipping schools like oh the parents never know and they're never like a party to this and it's just like you know truancy all on the kids you know own volition. It's like no usually parents are you know colluding. Right, like, and my and like, like you said with your parents, like my mom, 
when we didn't want to go to school, sometimes we just told our mom, like, I don't want to go to school. And she would be like, begrudgingly, maybe, but she'd be like, fine. Yeah. And, you know, I maybe I would, like, pretend to play sick, but usually I just had to be like, yeah, exactly. And I was like, whatever, no, you're not, but fine, you can stay home. <laughs> so my mom believes in mental health days. Thank you, Kelly. So obviously Ashley is kind of going through it because of the events of the past year. And I did, I will say I was a little disoriented because it seemed like she was doing better. You know, and mm. then we kind of like, I feel like this storyline for her may, would have maybe made more sense before the Battle of the Band. See, I kind of like it because I feel like she now knows that she's like, well, like Craig apologized and, and I he still did feel what, bad. And I still feel <gasps> bad. Oh, that's interesting. You know, I feel like that's kind of interesting psychologically. She still is like, I still feel like shit, even though like, you know, amends have been made, hatches have been buried. But, like, I still am not really, like, in a good place. Yeah. And, you know, and it's also, we'll get into more, but, like, there's more on her mind than just the Craig incident. Um, and then before her mom leaves for work, she alludes to something that she talked about with Ashley. Maybe we'll find out more about this. She thinks it's a good idea. Yeah, she thinks something's a good idea. What, what could it be? We'll see. What if it's, like, I think it's a good idea. <laughs> To get that uh, nose job? Yeah, to get that nose job. <laughs> that we talked about? You're looking, you know, it, you're not TV ready, let's just say. <laughs> you want to be a star kid? <laughs> you want to make it in the music biz? <laughs> this is why you lost the Battle of the Bands. <laughs> because you waited on the nose job. Right, yeah. Also, you weren't bearing enough midriff. <laughs> like, this is a very midriff heavy time, the early 2000s. So, more midriff. Do Paige and Spinner show up? They, yeah, they, so they mean, just barge well, in. Well, meanwhile, so Spinner and Paige, they're on cloud nine, because they, they they're cutting class. <gasps> right, I forgot there's this scene. And so they're trying to figure out how to spend their day. And then Paige gets a phone call. Well, I wanted to talk about the beginning of this scene. Okay, yeah. Because Spinner has a line that goes exactly like this. Here we are. Fresh air, hot rod convertible. The world is our oyster. He really had to think about it for a second, and they didn't do another take. <laughs> you, you can see him, like, trying to remember the line. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah. fun. Well, I mean, I don't know. I think that reflects the spinner brain. Really, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Grasping for words. Well, I love that you found, like, a metatextual way to justify uh, a not doing clearly a, Not doing another line. line read. Yeah. They're like, we, got, we have, you know. They could have just done it again. Or they could have done it at two angles so that you had something listen to we got we got a uh, child labor laws to follow <laughs> we don't have much time we got to wrap this up that was the best one they could get uh, <laughs> so they're trying to figure out how to spend their day when Paige gets a phone call and she responds with what is apparently her mom's thick ukrainian accent now is her mom's name also Paige? because she says hello this is Paige." she Michael says it's Chuck. Paige michael chuck's phone oh but wouldn't it be because Wouldn't calling... she be saying, this is my mom's phone? She would say her mom's name. Is she Paige Michael Chuck Jr.? No, because that's they're calling. Paige, Paige has a cell phone. Then why would her mom answer her cell phone? Because she's at home sick. Okay. I don't know. I think they Then just... I would just think no one would answer the phone. Or, you know, Paige would be like... <laughs> Right? Yeah. Okay, this moment made no sense. Uh, I mean, it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It just if makes she's it... sick, she can't answer the phone, I guess, is what we're saying. Like, It she... doesn't stand up to scrutiny, but yes, let's continue. Um. So, which I like the, the lore that this unlocks, which is that I guess Paige is like a first generation... <laughs> we have a couple of first generation immigrants. Yeah. Marco, yeah. I guess. Marco from... Latin America somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Paige from the Ukraine. Uh -huh, Hazel. Yeah. 
Yes. Hazel? Well, yes. no, she was she born there? I can't remember. I can't remember all the backstory there. I don't remember, anyway. but I think it's safe to assume she's first generation. It is interesting, and you know, we've talked about this before, but uh, one of the reasons uh, season three of Canada's Drag Race is so great is how many immigrants are on that show, uh, on that particular season, and it's because yeah. I think Toronto is very yeah. welcoming to different people moving in from around the world, and maybe we should do that too, America. Yeah, an immigrant from Quebec. <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> not not that one, but <laughs> not not her. But I do love her. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think Quebecois. They they they're not from this planet. So we're we're really really in the weeds on this. I think the cross section of people understanding what we're talking about is very uh, low right now. <laughs> uh, okay, real rerailing this train. Um, <laughs> So Ashley is the one who called Paige, and she's just asking for uh, the schoolwork the that she homework, missed. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But Paige has an idea. Why doesn't Ashley tag along? That'll as, be fun. As their Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to be the Cameron for sure. She's going to be the Cameron. Because Cameron didn't want to leave the house also, and that's why Ashley is for her. For different reasons, but yeah, right? I can't remember. He was actually sick, is the thing. And Ferris was faking sick. and, and Right. And, and he's he just like, like yeah. oh, I'm not up for this because i'm sick and do you like do you like ferris bueller i love the 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 character of the movie the movie both yeah the answer i Uh, think i think that's john hughes's maybe just most fun movie i think it's his i think it's probably his best i kind of agree i feel like maybe that's like a 90s kid take that like 80s kids would well because i think the breakfast we talked about the breakfast club earlier this season but like you know the breakfast club has issues with like it's pairings at the end where it's like oh yeah. I don't know about that it's also even though I do think Breakfast Club is good it's the closest to melodrama that he does you know like it's it's good melodrama but like it is just like acting for acting's sake yeah and I think points. the melodrama in Ferris Blue's Day Off if you want to call it melodrama I think it's like just a little more subtle but also like a little more I, I buy it a yeah bit more. Um, and it's fun and at the end they're at, at, at a parade and I think every movie should end with all the characters dancing on a parade float God, I gotta rewatch this movie. Every single movie at the end of Tar, you know, (laughs) she's up there, she's dancing on a float. I mean, twist and shout. I mean, you know, twist and shout. Not too far from the from the ending of that movie. Um, so, uh, Spinner is less than thrilled by the idea of Ashley joining them, but so is Ashley. Yeah, they both hate it, and so the two of them try to drag her out of bed. These Which, are two people I would not want to hang out with. Paige. Paige and Spinner? No, not Paige. Paige I would like to hang out with. Oh, but Spinner. Spin, Spinner and Ashley. Spinner and Ashley? Yeah. I don't know. I kind of think the energy is interesting in this little this little group. I mean, have. it ends up being a wonderful yeah. episode. But I'm so, just saying, me personally, I would not want to hang out so with. So they're trying to like drag her out of bed. Like, literally dragging her. And then eventually she relents and says she wants to finally visit Terry in the hospital. Yes. Which is a nice little moment. To, um, to acknowledge that that character exists? To acknowledge that Ashley is like, oh, I haven't done that yet. Uh, no. I guess I should do that. Yeah. Um, so we cut to the three of them at the hospital, and Terry is Shivo no longer. She's giving full, <laughs> mama, mama, <laughs> like she was giving Marco's play. <laughs> that was the energy she needed that episode. Yes. Well, and she was playing the wrong character. Well, <laughs> well, now she hath risen to consciousness once again. And so she's apparently recovering well, but Ashley gets freaked out when the nurse comes to change Terry's bandage. Mm-hmm. And so she sees Terry's head wound and that like really freaks. It's pretty gross. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Yeah. It's not so good. she runs and she barfs in the hallway all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and then Paige and Spitter come out and, and they say, like, why are like, you barfing? And they're like, we're, we're, we're leaving. Uh, no, no, she's like, 
clearly like affected by this and we're like oh what's going on with ashley there's a lot weighing on her this kid um so back in her and then they just leave (laughs) well we just cut away no but that's the last time we see terry yes this is the last oh yes this is the last isn't that fucking nuts (laughs) well we never they didn't even say bye to her i mean they were like your head wound is gross so we're leaving i mean i think what I would assume how this went down is that they didn't know whether the actress was coming back next season mm. or not, and so it was, like, open-ended. That makes sense. That's what I would assume. But since we do know that it is her final appearance, I would like to suggest a new tradition for the show. Whenever it is a character's final appearance on the show, we're going to play the Hunger Games canon for them. So we're going to shoot one cannon into the air for Terry McGregor? Shivo. Oh my god. One uh, cannon in the air for Terry McGregor. Anyone who no. leaves gets a cannon. No. That's new. I don't know. We're about doing this. it. I think only main cast members. No, it's get funny cannon. because at the at the final episode, <laughs> it's, like, it's going to be boom, like five boom, cannons. Boom, boom. So it'll be funny. Um, okay, we got to get back into it. Okay, so back in our B plot. Emma and JT are busy defragging. They're defragging away. The, the computers. And they've defragged all the computers but one. <laughs> well, except but two. So one of them is being used by Alex, mm-hmm. who is uh, browsing online for some very flared ladies' bottoms. Oh, yeah. Those were some wide legs. <laughs> and I was like, you go, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> work. Uh, a bold fashion choice from a sophomore. Yes. We love to see it. Uh, and then when Emma tries to get her to move, Alex says... Go away, little girl. You're annoying me. <laughs> Which is very funny. It's a good line read. That's um, something I would say to uh, to Emma. <laughs> I mean, it's the, it's the level of uh, condescension that, you know, she kind of earns. Yes. Uh, but when Emma, or when they try to defrag Snake's computer, they accidentally find a Word doc containing his will. <gasps> and JT's like, oh, I wasn't supposed to see this. Yeah, and Emma's like, what is it, porn? And she goes and she looks. <laughs> and Emma's clearly, like, shaken by this discovery. Yes, she's bothered. So, back in the A-plot, Paige, Spinner, and Ashley are getting lunch at the very same restaurant that Marco, his parents, and Dylan went to last episode. The mall Italian restaurant. It's not in the mall, because remember, they leave, and it's not... They, they went to somewhere else. It's on the other side of the mall. Oh, okay. It's like... Near the mall. Okay, I, I will concede that it is near the mall, but I want to. I I would conject that perhaps you don't need to park somewhere else. It's just on the other side of a parking lot. Mm. You <laughs> That's can, my theory. You can walk to the mall. Yeah, I think oh, so. Okay, uh, sure, fine. You know how there's like strip malls where it's like, uh, there's like a big shopping complex in the middle, and then without within the parking lot, there's maybe like a big box store and like an Applebee's and like a a nicer restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know about with malls though. This is what, I just believe this. I believe the Italian restaurant is in or near the mall. <laughs> I believe that for you. Um, so we'll, ha- we'll have more evidence next week because this is not the last time we will be seeing this restaurant. Well, guess... It's uh, the second to last guess, time. <laughs> well, guess who else we're going to see not for the last time. Gay the waiter! gay waiter! And we get a name this time. What's his name? I can't remember. I can't remember. Oh my God. But I they say it. <laughs> Spinner says it, right? I think it's Andrew or something. I don't remember. I'm just uh, going to call him gay waiter. Uh, well, that's what we have to call him. Because that's what the closed captioning called him. Gay waiter. <laughs> yes. So, Spinner tries to get alcohol, but is no-sold by gay waiter, which is a funny scene. Um, it's fine. It, it, this is not annoying, Spinner. I didn't mind this. Uh, and then Paige tries to cheer Ashley up after seeing Terry, but Ashley is like, fuck Degrassi. <laughs> and in a very meta moment, she says what we've all been thinking. 
this place is cursed. It's a fucked up school. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here? She's like, let's go one... anywhere else. She's like, it's just one tragedy after another. And honestly, she's right. Yes. No one else has. I don't think anyone since Ashley has made that kind of observation about Degrassi. Well, it's it's a funny metatextual observation, but it also makes me wonder, is it the whole school or is it just you 12 kids who have all these problems? Well, no, because it's the kids that come after them. Okay. Yeah, it's the That's school. That's true. It was buried on an Indian burial ground, apparently. <laughs> Poltergeist. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then Ashley reveals that next year she plans on leaving Degrassi. Bum, bum, bum. <gasps> But while Paige is still reeling... <laughs> Would you still watch the show if Ashley wasn't on it? Yeah. Yeah, me too. We're gonna. We got a lot of <laughs> we seasons and no Ashley. Nope. Uh, but while Paige is still reeling from this news, they spot Principal Radich having dinner with an unknown blonde. Is it dinner, though? It's like school hours. Well, it's lunch. Why is he having a lunch date on a school day? It didn't make that sense to me. That is like... Like, did you really... I mean, I guess he has a lunch break. Right? You go on a date at a fancy yeah, restaurant on your one hour yeah, lunch break? What is, that is weird. He must have taken the day off. I guess so. Yeah. For a date. Mm, that's cute. <laughs> mm. I, I hope he's, you know what? I hope he's getting laid. <laughs> Everyone should get laid. Yeah, he deserves it. Yeah. After all the shit he's gone through this season. <laughs> uh, so they book it out of there. But once they're in the clear, they realize that they inadvertently dine and dashed, which is one of the worst things you can do in my book. Mm-hmm. It's pretty shitty. It's you know. bad enough not to tip, but, you know. You yeah. didn't even pay the bill? Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah, so... They... But they can't go back in there and pay, even though they know it's wrong, because yeah, Radich be... is going to see that. Right, yeah. So, to be fair, they do, like, have a moment, a dilemma over yeah. this. For a moment. Our kids aren't hoodlums. They're not in Jay's gang. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't dine and dash without having With a intentionally. moment. Yeah. Uh, but then, in the end, they choose to save their own skin at the expense of... Gay waiter's livelihood, so, yeah. you know. And there's a shot no one's of, perfect. And there's a shot of gay waiter looking at the table and just being like, Ugh. Yeah. I would love to see gay waiter's acting real. I feel like it's mostly just him, you know, like, sneering, sneering at a straight person yeah. for their behavior. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Sideshow Bob after he stepped on a rake. Oh, yes, fully. That's, that's the, the reaction. The lip quiver, mm-hmm. the angry quiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much that. Um... So hopefully they never have to go to that restaurant and run into that very waiter again. There's no way that would happen. No, that'd be crazy. <laughs> well, you know. What would be the odds? Maybe sometimes you're at the mall and you just want to go to a great restaurant that's in walking distance, like maybe in the same parking lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe they could end up there again. Uh, we'll have to see. <laughs> Who can say? So we're then treated to a montage of Paige and Spinner enjoying their day. It's a pretty cute little montage. It's fine. While Ashley sulks in the background yes. of every scene. <laughs> uh, they really squeeze a lot in. Okay, so they, they do mini golf. A movie's long, yeah. They I see a movie, uh, which is which I thought was a very funny scene because Spinner cries during the movie. That was fine. That was funny. Um, and then they play air hockey. Yes. And they go to an art museum. Yeah. Do you think air hockey is a much bigger thing in Canada because of their affiliation of hockey, with hockey? regular hockey? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Probably not. I think it probably is. But let's right. continue. Who can say? So while <laughs> at the art museum, Spinner acts like a big Neanderthal doofus around a nude painting. Yes. Uh, and Ashley's like, grow up. Mm-hmm. And so Spinner stomps away. And he was also almost touching the painting, which is such... Yeah, they did. They would have said, back up. Yeah. You know, he was very close to it. it was um, way too close. <laughs> so Spinner stomps away, and Paige tells Ashley to get over herself, and that running away from Degrassi won't fix anything, because the real problem is her. 
Yeah, and I like this moment because Ashley wasn't even wrong in that moment, but she was just overdue to get called out. And I think Paige, even though it was harsh, it was like maybe a little tough love. Right. So it's like, I mean, like, because like, well, it's like it's the thing is like Spinner was making a fool of himself. And it's like, honestly, she had a right to be. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Like, especially because we've been going around doing things that you want to do. Now we're at, I assume Ashley picked this art gallery because I don't see Paige or Spinner doing that. But it's like, we're now at the thing that I want to do, and you're, like, making a mockery of it. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. I, I know Ashley's a wet blanket, but I don't know. I feel like she was right in this moment, but that being said, we had to get this confrontation. We had to, yes. Yeah. So, back at school, Emma is looking for Snake, and in her single-minded search, she tells Liberty to shut up. It was pretty funny. And all she wanted to do was talk about geography. Poor Liberty. Well, we were just talking about geography earlier, so I get it. I get the I get the desire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The, the, the urge, the feminine urge to talk about geography. She was like, Emma, Emma, where's Alberta? Do you think it's north? <laughs> I want to know for next okay, episode. Well, well, then I would tell her to shut up. That was, that was the level of conversation we were dealing with. Where's Newfoundland? <laughs> and then Alex, Alex starts giving Emma a hard time. She's just throwing shit at her. Throwing paper balls and just being like, you're dumb. You smell bad. Um. (laughs) Yeah, she really does. She was like, I I was living for Alex in this moment. She was being really funny. She literally was like, she was like, her look was, she was like, your look is shit. Your makeup is shit. Your hair is shit. shit. She's shit. It was good. Um, It was very bad. Little does Alex know that she picked the wrong day to fuck with Emma Nelson. Yes. And then we get um, a big ol... Emma goes ape shit on her she, ass. That we have a fight. We have a, we have a, a calf fight. A Degrassi fight. Yeah, meow meow. Meow meow meow. <laughs> Did you see Sleepover? Did you watch it? No. It's There's not. a very funny uh, line where Evan Peters. You know the movie that me and uh, Daniel went to watch. Oh right right right. Of? There's a very funny Evan Peters doing a cat fight. <laughs> like 15 year old Evan Peters. You gotta watch it. It's a great okay, movie. I will. I um, everyone go watch Sleepover. It's a very good movie. So Emma slams Alex into a locker, knees her in the face. Yes. Like busting her lip. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alex backhands her. Who won this cat fight? Um, I would say it was, I think it's sort of like how The Rock and Vin Diesel, when they have a fight, they have to like land an equal number of punches. Like no one can win the fight. Uh huh. You know, that's in their contracts, right? Is it really? Yeah. So in the Fast and Furious movies, if they are going to fight, like, neither one of them can be the stronger one. Uh-huh. So they, they have to get an equal... Matched. Yeah. Yeah. They have to get an equal number of blows. So I think they have the same contract. <laughs> uh, well, I was going to say, based on what we saw, I thought Emma handed Alex's ass to her. I think, I think probably, you know, she had a real chip on her shoulder, and this was... O- this was a lot coming out at once, so I do think she probably won. I I did want to shout out the Degrassi fight choreographer for doing a great job. The Degrassi fight choreographer, who of course comes in and says, Okay, kids, now grab each other by the shoulders and just flail around. <laughs> That's every Degrassi fight. <laughs> I thought it was good. It was fine. I thought it was good. I'm just I mean, saying it's the same fight. No, she every like time. knees her. She even like brings her face down and like Okay, yeah. He he really brought one new move. She gets to the back table. Emma gets backhanded. Don't why are you on the also, choreographer's also, side? Also, <laughs> here's the thing. Like, have you seen a school fight? It's always just flailing around. Like, I have seen a school fight, yes. Yeah, they're just flailing around. This is a very accurate representation. I get why they're doing it. This is the safest way to portray a fight on screen. I'm just making fun of it as a TV trope. Alex should have taken her earrings out though. Ooh, that oh yeah, that would have been hot. <laughs> right at the beginning. Like, ooh yeah. 
Hold my rings, girl. <laughs> I mean, I guess she didn't deal with the first blows. So I guess she didn't know that's what yes, was going down. She didn't know it was But happen. she should I don't know. She usually is wearing hoops. That's a... That's not good. Wouldn't it be great if they just started doing expert kung fu? <laughs> it was just like in a Bruce Lee movie all of a sudden and they started fighting each other. Where really. is our high school drama that is also like a, <gasps> a, a, a kung fu movie? Honestly, uh, that would be really good. No. Is it Cobra it was... Kai? I think you're describing Cobra Kai. Is that what that is? I think so. I don't know. Let's continue. So, meanwhile, our band of delinquents are at some sort of karaoke bar where they're having some sort of Elvis impersonator I don't contest? think it's a karaoke bar. I think it is the food court of the mall, and they have set up a little stage. Because okay. did you not see in the background For the an Elvis jerk chicken one. restaurant? Oh, really? <laughs> the jerk chicken restaurant was in the background. It was not the same guy working there. It was a different guy. But I recognized it. <laughs> okay. Um, this this is, a... is the... This is the... This is so the this, hijinks portion of the episode. Yes, and this is the best hijinks, but I just want to clarify what it is. It, and this does happen in malls where somewhere in the center of the mall, usually by the food court, they set up a stage and a local talent show or competition or like Britney Spears launching her music career, by the way, just goes and performs in a mall. The like, 90s were a different time. It's an entryway to performance. And, and in this case, I'm sure this is just run by like the local Elvis fan group. <laughs> You know, the, the fan club, the Toronto chapter of the Elvis fan club. Yeah, they're handing out trophies. Does this once a year at the mall. Uh-huh. Because they can't afford, like, a theater to do it. <laughs> but it, it's pulled a decent crowd. A lot of people are watching. Yeah. So... And you can tell a lot of people aren't watching because they came for the Elvis impersonation contest. They're just like, oh, oh I'll well, I'll enjoy the, you know, dinner and a show. Great. Like, if you were at the mall and this was going on, wouldn't it be so fun to watch? Just That's a true. bunch of straight people doing drag. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it is. These yeah. are just uh, bio kings. Yeah, all bio kings. All bio kings. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, back in our B plot, Snake goes to check in on Emma after her little fisticuffs with Alex. Yeah, and she's got a black eye. She's got a black eye, which I'm she's like, I don't know, that backhand didn't look that badly. How did that happen? Maybe she um, painted it on like a certain other character <laughs> in a future episode. <laughs> she wanted to discredit Alex. <laughs> Anyway, spoiler uh, for that episode. Uh, so Emma confronts uh, Snake about the will, believing that the cancer came back. But Snake reassures her that he only wrote it just in case it came to that, and then he still doesn't know the results from the last round of chemo. And so Emma insists that she be in the know about his test results, and so Snake says that she can come to the doctor with him and her mother. Yeah. And all this stuff with the cancer storyline, it works for me. Like, it always lands. And I think this is no exception. Like, I believe that Emma would be acting out for, like, the wrong reasons. I believe stress, this misunderstand. Yeah. I believe this misunderstanding could happen. Like, it, it all works for me. Yeah, I thought Mary McDonald was really good. She's great in this scene. episode. This is one of her better episodes, I would say. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Yeah, um, the, the tears were good. Her, she, she just... Really good at playing a sad little girl. I mean, the Snake-Emma relationship really is sort of like the heart of the show. Yeah. I don't ways. give a fuck about Spike and Emma. No, fuck Spike. I, I really don't. No, I mean... No, on this... I'm, I agree with you. On yeah. this rewatch, Spike is kind of an awful no, mom. No, fuck Spike. <laughs> Let's continue. Yeah. Okay, so back at the uh, Elvis impersonator event at the mall. Yeah, Paige, the court. Paige is like, where's Ashley? She's been gone for like 20 minutes. Yeah, there's also a youth Elvis impersonator on stage who's giving a very spirited performance. He's just singing Amen, Amen, Amen because I think that was uh, royalty free. Yeah, his <laughs> it's name an is... an old gospel song. Yeah, and his, uh, yeah, exactly. They had to do like all royalty free music. Yes. <laughs> you know, we can't get the Elvis <laughs> licensing. Um, also, I think his name is Mini E. That's pretty this funny. Kid, Mini E. 
Uh, and Spinner, as after this performance is over, Spinner is just like, that was bizarre. <laughs> Which is funny. It's pretty funny. I didn't think it was that bizarre. I thought it was pretty good. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Oh, you're uh, doing good. Hey. Yeah, I should have won the you, contest. You should at least get third place. At least. I would have placed. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, man. Oh, that's um, really good. <laughs> He's, you know, sh- he's shaking his hips. He's gyrating them <laughs> right now. It's yeah, very you, can, you can't see it. Um, you know, Elvis kind of exists on the same spectrum as like Shakira. Those both those voices. Okay. Yeah. Sure. They're like 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 I also hip movements. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. King and queen of hip movements <laughs> and sounding kind of like I never Stitch. realized they are the exact same person. They are the same. Person. <laughs> Shakira, the second coming of Elvis. Yes. Uh, why is no one having that conversation? I know. That's what you come to this podcast yeah. for, folks. <laughs> Okay, so Paige is wondering why it's taken Ashley 20 minutes to go get snacks. But then the host announces the next contestant, Elvira, Queen of Doom. And that's exactly what Spinner called her moments ago. So she's uh, uh, she's, uh, reclaiming it. Yes, and she comes out in an oversized Elvis uh, sort of Vegas era. Full Elvis regalia. Yes, and Uh, uh, she looks she looks great. Yeah, and she dedicates the performance to the guy who lent her the Elvis getup. Ronnie! <laughs> I think Ronnie! His name's Ronnie. I'm pretty uh, sure. Is it Ronnie? It's uh, Ronnie or Donnie. Uh, like yeah, and along with uh, her good friends, Spinner and Paige. Yeah. Aww. Uh, and then she gives a rock and roll version of that somber dirge she was singing earlier. Oh, that was her song? Yes! Oh, I didn't understand the, uh, that. The storm. Yeah, she's like. Yeah. I thought it was another public domain album. No, song. that was her song. <laughs> That's which so funny. Raises questions. Like, I how never does she understood that before. Yeah, it's like, how does she orchestrate that so quickly? Also, shouldn't she be singing an Elvis? Shouldn't they all be singing Elvis songs? I mean, I know they can't do that, but yeah, I don't know. But I'm I think Elvis l- probably saying Amen, Amen, Amen that's at true. least once. That's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I don't know how she got them to do, do a uh, a rock arrangement of her song so quickly, but good for her. Yes. She really brought it together in the end. Uh, yeah, the, she didn't think the sound person. She only did no. <laughs> yeah, the costume person. Uh, nevertheless, the crowd eats it up. They so. love it. Meanwhile, a girl performing as Elvis. How droll! As Ellis. As Ellis. As Ellis Island. Um, she looks like the Statue of Liberty. Let's continue. So, meanwhile, the entire Simpson Nelsa clan is at the doctor's office, and Snake's doctor is for, is really kind of like blue balls them. He's like, "Well, this isn't great. This isn't great. This could be better." But you're in remission, so, you know. Yeah. How about lead with, hey, good news. Yeah. Maybe lead with that. (laughs) (laughs) You know? But, uh, so, yeah. Like, it also looks like he's reading the chart for the first time in front of them. Like, you could read it and then come in and tell us the important things. Right. Shouldn't you already know everything? Right? Um, I don't know. Uh, so, anyway. So, Snake is officially in remission. Yay! Yay! Always good news. That is the end of this cancer arc. Yes. And if you ever have cancer, listener, I hope that you very quickly go into remission. (laughs) anyway let's continue (laughs) please Um, okay we're wrapping things up here back at ashley's home she's being grilled by her mother for gallivanting about with Paige and spinner and we find out that ashley did place for her performance she has third place was it third place yeah that's fair that's fair that kid was really good Uh, do you think the kid placed Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought he ran away with the show. I maybe maybe the guy who lent her the costume plays. I like him. He place. was my favorite. I don't know. Mini, I mean, Mini. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Um, Shout out to Mini. Mini, if you're listening to this, come on the show. Work. Serve. Um, 
So Ashley, with a new lease on life, can't help but laugh at the whole situation. And her mom's like, that's not funny, little missy. But then she's like, it's pretty funny. Uh, okay, it's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, and that, I don't know, that was a really sweet moment. I liked this moment. This, I, this is my, one of my favorite Ashley episodes. This is... Yeah. A great moment with her and her mom. It was all great. I, I mean, liked that. This is really the last episode, one of the last episodes we, for a long time, we get that is really is sort of like focused on Ashley's interiority. Yeah. Um, And I love Ashley. I think this is the last time we see Ashley's mom. I'm not sure, but I think it is. Do we fire off a cannon for mm, Ashley's no, mom? No, no, because I don't know. We, we don't want to. Okay, we ourselves. can't confirm it, but we might do a cannon for her next but week. But I do. I'm find out. <laughs> I do love Ashley's mom. I She's great. She, yeah. I love her. I mean, she gave us one of the most iconic moments in Degrassi history. Your dad is gay. Yeah. <laughs> Queen shit. Yeah, I love her. So Paige and Spinner drive off into the sunset, parking ticket in hand. Yeah, pretty wacky. So this episode's great. I liked it. I love, I mean, I love the Ashley Page friendship. I think it's sort of one of those interesting dynamics that we don't always return to. And it's always sort of like, they always have sort of a, a contentious relationship, but yeah, you know, they love each other deep down. It moves a few of our characters forward a little bit. I, mm-hmm. I, I liked all of it. It was really good. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you have to say? No. Does this episode go there? Hmm. Yeah, I guess. Really? Cancer. Mental health. Sure. Uh, cancer <laughs> remission does not go there. <laughs> Okay, then it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, of course it doesn't. That's fine. That it's, is fine. Yeah, but no, it doesn't. Okay. Well, that's fine. We're gonna, we'll are gonna we take a, a brief little break. Why don't you at home make yourself a cup of tea? Yeah, iced tea if you're, you know, know in so the same hot. weather that we are. And listen to the sweet tunes of Michael Abbott. And then we'll, uh, we're going to talk about the next episode in just a second. Goodbye. All right. Now we're talking about season three, episode 21, Our House, named after the song by Madness. Our house, in the middle of our street, our house. Do you like this song? It's pretty catchy. I don't know if I like it. I think it's fine, yeah. Um, I I like Madness. (laughs) Yeah? I've heard a few of their songs. Oh, okay. I like some of them. I'm not super familiar with Madness. Well, they're ska adjacent. They have a lot of horns, so... I do kind of like ska music. I know. So I kind of like them. (laughs) That's my most toxic trait, is kind of of liking ska. You were part of a ska band, so... I'm I'm a much bigger ska fan than you, so I I feel comfortable as... uh, That's your biggest fan. As a skanker. (laughs) Is that what what you call yourself? No. tribe? I've I've heard that there's a ska dancing called skanking, and I don't know how to do it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> please, please find out. I, I'll find I out. Know. I'll skank on the All About Degrassi Instagram if Hell we get yeah. if we get fifty followers by tomorrow. I'll <laughs> skank on the All About Degrassi Instagram. Uh-huh. You've got my word. This is your snake shaving his head for charity yep. moment. <laughs> but I'm not doing it for charity because if we're doing it for our own game, we want followers because we <laughs> care about the Instagram now. Shout out Sailor, you're doing a great job. So this is a Sean episode. We haven't had one of those in a while. And I'm just going to spoil it. This is the best Sean episode ever. This is so good. Ever? Yes. Ever. I loved it. Really? I love this episode. Really? I was shocked how much I liked huh. this. I liked it. I have so many things to say. Do you? Yes. I want to talk about Sean. I want to talk mostly about Amy. Amy is a fucking icon, and I never appreciated her until now. We've all been sleeping on Amy as the queen of Degrassi. I love Amy. Okay. Her her fucking nails, her fucking 
pompadour that she wears for no reason. I love Amy. I, I can't wait for you to uh, rhapsodize about Amy later on. Let's but get it. For now. <laughs> so Sean and Jay are still committing petty theft, which yes. is, you know, their number one hobby. They love it. They love to steal things. They can't get enough. Um, only this time they're stealing DVDs at the mall. It was, a, it was a DVD, right? It was a DVD of a concert, yeah. right? And it was 50 bucks. What DVD cost 50 bucks? Well, I think it was an import is what they oh, were saying. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean... Yeah, Sometimes like, it's hard because you have to get the region-free DVDs. Right. God, a region a, zero DVD. I guess that's still a thing. I think probably less so because of, like, digital. Because we just don't care about physical media. Yeah, much but I, I'm sure DVDs are still region-locked, like mm, Blu-rays. I do think... I think I actually recently bought a uh, Japanese Blu-ray tour uh, concert, mm. and I think it was region-free. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, that's I good. I think so, because it was an import. Um, wow. Okay. So, I think they're catching up with the times. They're like, well, well, good. you know, if, if no one's going to buy physical media, we better make it as easy as possible. Ooh, that's one of the reasons the Nintendo DS was one of the best consoles ever, is it was region-free, so you could just import Japanese Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. It was great. Uh, so, uh, Sean and Jay uh, are quickly and easily busted by mall cops. Yes. Not Paul Blart, but... Not Paul but, Blart. But mall cops, There's a couple not very good mall cops, and then they are thwarted by a sort of WWF-style mall cop yeah. who clotheslines them. Yeah, and, and a slow-mo like shot <laughs> of them getting clotheslined. He really does look like a stand-in for, like, Hulk Hogan or something. Yeah, yeah. He's got a little more facial hair, but other than that. Yeah, so back at Sean's home, his brother Tracker... Tracker's Tracker Jacker. Tracker Jacker. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's his last name. <laughs> Uh, it's actually Cameron. No, he has a different last oh, name. Well, different, different parents. No, They're yeah. half brothers. No. <laughs> that that tracks with their family. I that's right. Tracker Jacks. So he scolds him for getting in trouble while Sean eats a bowl of Count Chocula. Yeah, and he pours chocolate milk on the Count Chocula. That is heinous. That's pretty gross. That is absolutely repulsive. Yeah. Uh, did you eat those cereals growing up? You know, I think I had Cocoa Buffs quite a bit when I was a kid. I don't really like cereal. And the second... Oh my god, that's your worst. That's your worst trait. The second I... Well, first of all, there's no nutritional value to it. That's we're, not the point. We're just feeding people cardboard. That is not the point, and you know it. It doesn't taste good to me. It chews up the roof of my mouth, not just Captain Crunch. Oh, that, I love Captain Crunch, but it does do a number. So does Cocoa Puffs. I never ate... I wouldn't really eat Cocoa Puffs. My favorites growing up were, like, Fruity Pebbles oh, and Cocoa disgusting. Pebbles. Ugh. Oh, always, no. Wrong. I always hated the fruit cereals. I, I briefly enjoyed Fruit Loops, and I was like, no, I don't like this. Fruit I did like Apple Jacks okay. I, like I preferred Apple an Apple Jack to a Fruit Loops. I love Honeycomb. Honeycomb was good. Honeycomb was so good. Um, I ate so... But you didn't eat the Halloween ones? The Count Chocula? The no. Frankenberry? No. Or my personal favorite... Booberry. Why is it booberry? Because it's uh, oh, ghost. it's blue. Boo, and it's, it's blue. Yeah. Okay, that makes booberry. I mean, that's pretty great. Yeah, <laughs> I love branding. Yeah, Frankenberry was like <laughs> strawberry flavored, and then of course Count Chocula. Um, yeah, no, I didn't eat any of that. Well, uh, I don't know how he's getting a hand of a hold of it because it's not Halloween when this episode is set, but uh, work. well, I think tracker just buys black market no i think tracker just goes to the grocery store like once a year (laughs) (laughs) this is the only food left (laughs) it's the count chocula and then tracker rightfully is like that is not a remotely balanced breakfast young man yeah because cereal has no nutritional value well and chocolate milk on chocolate cereal certainly is uh not 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 good. Milk has barely any nutritional value. Like well, cereal is not something that children should be consuming in the morning. Well, sugary cereal. There's like levels of cereal. Like Honey Nut Cheerios, not bad. But what Chex mix? What are you getting Chex? out of it? Like what what 
nutrients are going into your body from eating those little bits of grain? Uh, I, you know, I don't have the nutrient facts <laughs> right in front of me at this point. But I do. <laughs> um, but I think it's fine. I love cereal. I grew up eating cereal a lot. I just think it's like having a cookie for breakfast, which, by the way, sometimes I do. Well, That's fine. this is certainly not, not a lie. <laughs> well, this is not good. And he knows it's not good. And he tells him as such. But Sean is like pissed off by the fact that Jack is like... Yeah, Tracker, he's, like, so mad that Tracker's like, uh, maybe you shouldn't eat chocolate milk with your Count Chocula. And he's like, meh, Also, it's nice to just break up the flavors sometimes. Well, it's, like, Let's also, diversify your flavor If you profile. put the milk in, it turns chocolatey. That's, like, the appeal of chocolate cereals. Is which is the- also disgusting. I hate that you take milk, which is already gross, and then dissolve little okay, bits of Okay, that's your problem with cereals, that you don't like milk. I also don't like milk. Oh, I like milk. I don't like milk. I like chocolate milk. I kind of oh. like, like chocolate milk. Let's, oh. let's keep going. Okay. Meanwhile, Liberty, of all people, is the one giving JT dating advice. Yeah, she's being real nosy. This yeah, episode. the the the, turn ta- the turntables, let me tell you. And she, I we go back and forth on whether she's fun annoying or just annoying annoying. I thought this episode she was just annoying. I was like, oh, Liberty. Oh, really? You're being so annoying. Oh, I thought she was like harmless. This you episode. liked it? Okay. It was fine. Uh, I didn't <laughs> like it, but so now that she's like the dating expert because she's cuffed up with towers. It's towers with a Z, not towers with an S because towers with an S goes not Z. I didn't have to look at my notes this time. Period. <laughs> uh, and so Liberty urges him to ask Minnie out to this semi-formal mm, Yeah. Um, that's all. Why does she care? Because she's like she, I, you know, she's kind of being like patronizing about it because she's like, well, Are, now that I yeah. am one who is, you know, experienced in, in the matters of the heart. But are we supposed to like this moment because Liberty used to? Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a, it's like a character development moment. Okay. Yeah, I guess that works then. Yeah. She doesn't feature heavily in the subplot. No, she has like four lines in the whole episode. Um, So in shop class, Ellie congratulates Sean on whatever it is that he's working on. Um, it's a motor. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's an engine thing. He's building an engine um, out of a smaller engine. <laughs> and they kiss right in front of his ex, Amy. I love Amy. And she's not happy about Amy it. Amy just sneers and she's got a weird ass like side ponytail. She was giving me very like Judy from Sleepaway Camp energy this whole episode. <laughs> I loved her. Uh, no, she's... I've never appreciated no, she's Amy not so giving, much. No. She's incredible in this episode. No, she's not giving that. This is an incredible performance by one of the finest actors. Well, as Alex reminds her, she broke up with him. I love, I love Alex in this episode. Alex is very good in this I mean, episode. I always love Alex. I'm just saying I've never given one shit about Amy. And to me, watching this episode, on, on the rewatch, she stole the show. I'm glad. I'm glad for you. She pulled the patch. What do you want? <laughs> so JT decides <laughs> to buy two tickets to the semi-formal for him and Manny. Mm. But just as he's about to, to, you know, do this, Spinner starts slut-shaming Manny. Oh, fuck Spinner. Just after him being, like, decent for 30 minutes, we go right back to him. Including joking about JT catching an STI from her. Not cool. That's really fucked up. That's really shitty. We hate you, Lovely. Spinner. Yeah, great. Yeah. I so... hate you, Spinner. Let's continue. <laughs> so, to JT's credit, he does try standing up for Manny. He in this does. Moment. I'm uh, telling you, this JT boy, he's a real catch. You gotta lock him down. Yeah, but unfortunately, Spinner does kind of get to him, and he starts having second thoughts. Yes. You can see it. Um, I thought Ryan Cooley was really good in this scene. He's fantastic all the time. Yeah. And this is kind of like a different challenge that they placed on him. We're seeing like a little more internal turmoil, you know? And like, and you know, he, he looks so heartbroken whenever yes. he's like, 
thinking about what Spinner said. Mm-hmm. Cause like, obviously like he cares about Manny. Um, and again, he, and he defends her, but like, also he's like, Oh, like, this is what people is, think is, about her. Yeah. And is Spinner right? Like, am yeah. I going to get my heart broken? You yeah. know? Uh, so it's great. Great performance. Ryan Gooley. So after school, Sean comes home to find Tracker and his girl, Wendy. I think Still her name's Wendy, Wendy right? Williams. <laughs> what are you doing? How you doing? Uh, that's what she says on her shop yeah. accent. Uh, <laughs> Which, you know, is nice. Uh, it's nice to check in with people. <laughs> and so they're packing things up? Question yes, mark? because I, well, we kind of glossed over it before, but he... No, he, we, like, no, we're about to get into it. Well, he got the phone call as Sean was leaving before. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so he got a, a phone call. a foreshadowing. Yeah, there was a foreshadowing moment. Um, and so to Sean's confusion, he's like, what's going on here? And Tracker tells him that he got a cushy oil drilling job in Alberta. Which makes me think that it's north. Where are they drilling the oil? I guess so, yeah. On the I sea, mean, I right? Think, I think, okay, <laughs> I don't know Canadian geography very well, but I think Alberta is like a very long province. I also think it's long, so I think you're onto something. So I think it like starts at like the Canadian border and ah, then it extends. Goes all the way up. Maybe not all the way up, but it goes pretty far up. Okay. I think. I don't know. I could be totally wrong. We should do that thing that um, they make British people do with the American map and, like, try and draw in all the states. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Okay. I do have a... Okay. I would do badly. I would do badly. I know where Quebec is. I don't know what province Toronto is in. I know know the name of it. Ontario. Great. Thank you. I just (laughs) got a new one. Mm. Motherfucker. Now I'm going to beat you in the quiz. All right. All right. (laughs) Newfoundland? I know where Newfoundland is. It's north, I think. <laughs> yes. But which side? Left! <laughs> it's, it's left. Um, who's left? <laughs> we gotta keep going. <laughs> so, uh, but Sean has to leave with Tracker immediately, which would yes. be him missing exams and getting held back yet again. Because he's already been held back once. Yeah. He doesn't want to... Re- peak grade nine i mean can you imagine the shame that would be awful i always remember like there were the kids who got held back and then there were kids who got held back again and it was like a whole new class i think i only remember there being like one super senior at my high school a super duper senior i never had a super duper you never had a super duper senior i think i I met one of them in the wild once and i was like oh these aren't the people i usually associate that's rough yeah let's continue so the next day at school uh sean breaks the news to ellie and tells her that they have to break up because he has to move. And she is clearly devastated by this. And you can tell because she just scurries away. She runs away like a scared And she like mouse. does her little run, yeah. like a little girly run where she like has like her hands out. Yeah, it was great. Uh, amusing. Lo- I was lo- amused. Love love Stacy Farber. Love her in this whole episode. <laughs> so then in shop class, Jay starts taunting Sean like the dickhead that Jay is. Yeah. Uh, and then Sean lashes out by throwing some tools to the floor. Well, he cuts his hand first, right? Uh, what was that? Or he just got grease on it? I, I was so confused. Grease? I think he yeah. just had grease on his hands. Because, like, Jay made well, him he, like, up. wraps it up in a bandage. Oh, did he get cut his I, hand? I couldn't tell. It was a confusing scene. blood. Scene. I didn't see blood. I didn't see blood, but they also can't show blood on Canadian TV. Yes, they literally can. <laughs> no. We literally saw blood last night. Not allowed. Uh, <laughs> so... Then we get uh, yet another slow-mo shot when mm-hmm. Sean, like, knocks over the equipment. It's very dramatic. Which lands him in trouble with their teacher, Mr. L. Mr. L. But it's not the letter L. It's, according to the closed captioning, it's E-H-L. Which I've never heard of that name. But great. Mm-hmm. Love to meet you, Mr. L. We've met him before. This is the first time we're really, like, getting his name, I think. Yes. So, Sean tells Mr. L his situation. And Mr. L says that he'll sponsor him for student welfare? Can I tell you something? 
Please. I cried. <laughs> I cried during the scene. You cry? I cried during a couple of the scenes with Mr. L. I just think it's well, so they, beautiful no, that he's willing to go out on a limb for okay, this boy. I agree. <laughs> I agree. So, like, Miss. So, yeah. So, um,. Mr. L explains that he wants to do this for Sean because he was the first person in his family to graduate high school, yeah. just like Sean would be. Um, and so that's a very sweet, it's very so moving sweet. that he like sees himself and Sean yeah. and wants to sort of like advocate for him. There's a scene later on at the end of the episode that really I thought was moving. Yes, but, um, very good. But um, I'm still confused about the student welfare thing. So, okay, so this would give Sean enough money to afford to live on his own. So long as he gets good grades. Well, Tracker has been able to afford that house or apartment for a long time with with only being on unemployment, seemingly. Which so, is crazy, because Toronto they, is expensive. I know, but I think maybe it's rent controlled. Maybe it's a little outside of the city limits. There's, I, I kind of buy it. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but, so, uh... This is weird, though, because, like, just like that, Sean gets emancipated from Tracker? Well, he's not... Tracker... Tracker is not Sean's legal guardian. Like... Is I he be- not? No, I believe Sean's legal guardian is still his parents who live in Wasega Beach. And he was just allowed because... I guess because he was with his brother to go... I think his brother's his legal guardian. I don't know. I think because that's well, because when he's saying I'm going to leave, he says, well, the other option is I'm going to drop you off in Wasega Beach. Well, right. So why would Tracker be the legal guardian if legally it was still an option for him to be with his parents? Like, I feel like he's well, I think he not would just transfer his... guardianship. I know. But I f- what I'm saying is I feel like Sean is not with his parents by choice because of things that went on in the family, not because like the government intervened. And to me, that's the only way that the guardianship would migrate to Tracker. To me. Like, that's the most believable way that would happen. So, I guess he could be. I, I don't interpret him as the legal guardian. I mean, he'd still be emancipated, though, right? Because he's living on his own. Well, I, I... Maybe you don't need to be emancipated to be on student welfare? I don't understand. I don't know. I also, Tracker's name is probably still on the lease at this place, so they're probably just doing kind of a loophole. Hmm. You know? I I had questions and though and they were not answered by okay. this episode. Um, <laughs> I think the answer is Canada's a magical place, you know. Uh-huh. If you have two if you have two nickels to rub together, you can get a penthouse in <laughs> downtown Toronto <laughs> and have butlers. Uh, so just like that, uh Sean is good. He's good. He's going to stay. And he tells Ellie the good news and she's thrilled. And then we get to see Sean treating himself to his ideal breakfast, a piece of chocolate cake. Paired with a bottle of chocolate milk. And see, the whole point of having milk with your chocolate cake is to cut up the the flavor so that when you take the next bite of the chocolate, it tastes all that much better. Yeah, you want a a normal milk. Yes. This is too much. This doesn't make any sense. This is too much. This is excess. This is is gustatory excess. But you know what I will say? Having cake in the morning, not that crazy. Because you're going to burn off all those carbs throughout the day. They have cake for breakfast in Amsterdam. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's more like a sweet bread, you know, but it's like basically cake. I mean, they what have is, cake and cheese. For I mean, what is a donut if not exactly cake in a different form? Yeah, um, I'm not. I'm not totally against 
you know, having having a sugary treat. In the oh, morning. I don't know. I, you know, I like pancakes, but I do think so. In you know, like pho in Vietnam is like breakfast food. Yes, and I think and that is the way to go. That makes more sense. I think that is like the ideal breakfast. To be fair, I'm not advocating for pancakes for breakfast. That's way too heavy. To me, pancakes is I'm drunk and everything's oh, I, closed, so I'm gonna make some pancakes at I, midnight. I do love pancakes. <laughs> waffles. Love a waffle. Ooh, I love a waffle. Mm, Chicken and waffles. You know, I've never had chicken and waffles. Oh, it's really good. We'll find a place that has good chicken and waffles. Let's do here. it. Um, <laughs> I, we, uh, now we're fully getting off topic, but I had the best French toast last week. What? Where? In San Diego. Oh. Were you there for Pride? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was there for uh, Daniel's conference. I oh. tagged along for the That's the opposite night. of Pride. Yeah. Shame. Um, <laughs> uh, so, but I had, it, it was a um, fig jam and ricotta cheese uh, oh, that's French toast. Lovely. It was deli- not too sweet, sweet but not too sweet. That it was really good. good. They still give me maple syrup though, so I could like adjust the sweetness accordingly. Mm. Delicious. So, <laughs> uh, but that was all that was in Sean's fridge—just a piece of cake <laughs> and, and the, the chocolate and the milk. milk. Yeah. That was it. He was like, "I'm good." Um, honestly, truly, that was probably all the calories he needed for the day. Probably, so, yeah. You know, I don't know. Uh, and just, then we kind of get a montage here. Is this no, when the not montage yet. starts? Not yet. What happens next? We're shifting gears. Liberty. Liberty is still working hard at being JT's wingman, while Manny, or no, and he te- uh, she tells Manny that JT wants her to go to the dance with him, and Manny is over the moon. I feel like this is the same trick as Spinner trying to get Marco with Dylan. It's like, oh, these people had difficult relationship before, so now this is, like, it feels a little lazy to me. I didn't respond to this. I think it's fine. It's fine. It's just lazy. It's the same thing we already saw. It is. It is similar. Yeah. Yeah. Continue. Um, Didn't work for me last time either. If you'll recall, <laughs> I worked on me last time. Um, so back in shop class, Sean tells the Candy Bandits about how he's on his own now, and Amy is not so subtly coming on to him. Your girl. Oh, you gonna invite me over? Yeah. yeah. She was so great. She's I like heavy Amy. petting. I loved Amy. She was in full drag the whole episode. She was serving <laughs> different looks. The look at the end party is fucking iconic. Oh, yeah. Let's keep going. So, <laughs> then we uh, we even get an episode title drop in this part where Sean says, it's not just my house, it's our house. Oh, I didn't even think of that. It's our house. And by the way, what a horrible thing to say, because what I happens know. immediately what, after? What? Why, would you, why would you open that door? A believable, so, a believable mistake to make for a kid. Well, we then cut to a montage of Sean throwing some... Sick house parties, and Amy clearly trying to get back together with Sean, and how Sean's new lifestyle is quickly affecting his academics. Yeah, he's falling asleep on that engine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that 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 thing that he's working he's on. Making an engine, that and he thing. fell asleep right on it. Yeah. So meanwhile, JT is finally ready to ask Manny out to the dance when he sees her and Craig talking from afar, <gasps> and this is clearly enough to extinguish his hopes of going with Manny to the semi-formal. So later, when Manny talks to JT, he tells her that he saw her with Craig. And Manny lets him have it. You think I was just gonna go have sex with him? Yeah, so she points out the double standard, that Craig was the one cheating on his girlfriend, but no one talks about that. Incredible delivery by Cassie Steele here. Yeah. This was a great scene. Yeah, it's almost like misogyny's at play. Yes! Almost. And also, I want to say that Manny is once again wearing one of my favorite Manny outfits, the Bond girl, um, oh yeah, the patchwork fur sweater that she wears on chilly days. <laughs> yeah, chilly days in mid 
whatever is it may i'm telling you it's point? very cold it's like may by this point canada is the north pole i suppose polar bears wander the streets <laughs> <laughs> they're like the alligators of yeah. florida people flush, the alligators of people flush baby polar bears yeah. down the toilet yeah. they get big in the sewer <laughs> <laughs> and they come out and they're like, give me Coca-Cola. <laughs> Is that fun? <laughs> good. Uh, <laughs> back at Sean's, uh, Ellie tries to help Sean study despite a rager going on at his house, courtesy of Jay, who has also invited the, the Montreal, Montreal crew. crew. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, I fucking love the Montreal crew. Hell yeah. They're the coolest. And like Sean's like acts like, oh, like I can't you know what am I supposed to do and it's like well tell them to leave Sean that's what you're supposed to do it's your fucking house yeah it's not your it's not our house it's not it's our your house. house this title is ironic Sean do you not see the ironic title <laughs> um uh I I want to talk about the Montreal crew because they're presented do. to us as party animals yes but they're also presented to us as someone to be like intimidated by because the the Montreal crew's not having a good time, you should worry about that, Sean. Because I don't know, I guess they're and they do get into a fight, right? Yes. So I guess what's funny to me is just that someone is both like a tough guy and also French Canadian. That seems <laughs> impossible to me. <laughs> the paradoxical state of being French Canadian and tough. Yeah, there's like, oui, oui, I just how do you, got how in do you... from Montreal, I'm gonna punch you in the face. How do you square that circle? It's impossible. It's so preposterous to that we would be intimidated by French Canadians. And yet. And yet. <laughs> oh, they're so scary. Uh... They're, they, they're, guess what? They like to party, but more than that, they like to have small fights where they push each other. Yeah, skirmishes. Yes. <laughs> so eventually, Amy gets a moment. Amy. Hell yeah. Gets a moment. She slides in there. Gets a moment alone with Sean. <laughs> and she drunkenly tries to win him over with her world-famous Avril Lavigne impression. You didn't think this was the funniest shit? I mean, we can, unfortunately, we can't visually communicate what this Avril Lavigne It'll be on the Olive like. Degrassi Instagram. You can go look we'll, at it. You'll, you'll say it. Um, but she does. It, it's very funny because she sets it up as if it's going to be a good impression. And it's nonverbal. It's nonverbal. She just sticks out her tongue and does like a punk rock sign. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's, it's really like, funny. And it's like, ah, yes. Yes. The universal sign of Avril Lavigne. And it's also just a perfect Canadian moment. <laughs> yeah. Avril Lavigne. This is the most Canadian, Canadian moment. You know what? It is. All right, you agreed. The most Canadian right. moment. But even her world-famous Avril Lavigne impression is not enough to win Sean Cameron back. No, he's clearly not interested. And, and Ellie comes back. And she claps back hard. Yeah, she tells her to back off. Yeah, and I loved it. I loved Ellie in this Yeah, film. it's nice to see Ellie get a little aggro. And I just love Amy's acting here when she gets up and she drunkenly stumbles around the party just like chugging random drinks. <laughs> very me at 21 en energy. Oh, like yeah. I could very much relate to Amy in this moment. <laughs> and much like me in my early 20s she passes out on the floor and the EMTs we're not there yet we're not there yet no no but then the montreal crew they get in a fight starts making a scene i thought we talked about that already no but we gotta do we gotta go back okay uh and a fight is just about to break out when alex tells him that something is wrong with amy yes oh i forgot that is the thing that interrupts the fight. yes something amy has stumbled into the bathroom and things it's, it's, something's going on so we find amy 
passed out on the bathroom floor. Looking iconic and like a pink neon. Serving on off, the floor. Off the, off the shoulder kind of situation. A mini like skirt? A, a mini skirt. She's got these little booties with like a nice chunky heel. Yeah. I, I would wear this. Yeah. If I was going to do Degrassi drag, I would probably do one of Amy's looks from this episode. Yeah. If I were going to be passed on the bathroom floor, this is the, yeah, the, I fit, look this like is this. the fit for it. Yeah. Um, so Sean calls an ambulance and the EMTs cart Amy away on a gurney. Mm-hmm. And Jay's like, way to be a buzzkill. <laughs> She's fine. <laughs> Just give her a water. <laughs> and Sean finally puts his foot down and tells him all to leave. Go back to Montreal, eh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they were like, no. We, we, <laughs> we won't. We don't understand. We, yeah, we don't know anything you are saying, but we don't have to say this much English. Uh, These are the only words we know. So they all leave. And Jay's like, man, <laughs> So, so, JT apologizes to Manny. Yes. For assuming that she was getting back together with Craig, and he finally asks her out to the dance. And Manny says yes. Yeah, and it's a really adorable scene because she doesn't answer right away. And he's like, okay, I lied. I'll ask you twice and I'll wait for forever. But yeah. I can't wait for too long because the yeah. dance will... It was very cute. And then Manny's reaction when she says, oh, you're such an idiot. Or what does she say? Like Something like that. You little dork. Yeah, and then they just very flirtily like walk into the school together. And then when he opens the door for oh, her, it was so he funny. does a little kick in the air with his like, heels. It was and, like, so cute. Cuts his heels. Ah, this is the one true pairing. If this is not your OTP, go fuck yourself. Well, I'm sure they're going to last a long, long time. They better. Or guess what? This podcast is canceled. Yeah, I said it. Let's, if let's they see. break up, I'm ending the podcast. That episode. Right, let's check back in a few months and see how this goes. Uh, so Sean passes by Jay and Alex in the hall, and Jay finally expresses human concern. Yes. And he asks if Amy's okay. It was nice to have a softening moment for Jay. Yeah, he needed it. He really needed After it. After being, you know, a dick for, like, cons- consistently this yeah. entire season. And you frequently compliment Jay's acting. The actor is, mm-hmm. is pretty good. And I think that's true, because just in this small moment, He's given very little to work with, but he you can tell that he thought about it after the party, and he was like, oh, I should have actually cared about my friend. Right, and it's like, he doesn't let his guard down too much. No, because that wouldn't be Jay. Right, but he's like, <laughs> he's just like, hey, he's, like, he's willing to let it down just enough to show that he has a heart. It's good. And uh, that it's he does a good care. Moment. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. So, and Sean confirms that she will be, so yep. <laughs> that's good. Um, so maybe- is, is she ever in the show again? Uh, yeah. Oh, good. Can't uh, wait to see that. Uh, yes, she is. Uh, in a big way. <gasps> oh, wait, I remember. Oh, yeah. Yes, I remember. I'm excited. I love Amy. So, Sean brings some forms to Mr. L for student welfare. But first, he comes clean to him about the party he had and what happened at the party. And the cops were called? And the cops were called. Someone was hospitalized. Someone, someone died. <laughs> People were killed. People were killed. No one was killed at Sean's party. N- no one was killed? <laughs> Uh, if you know you know Um, uh, but Mr. L in a very sweet moment surprises Sean and signs uh, the form on the condition that Sean puts his parting life behind him yeah and he says something to the effect of I don't have the line written down but he's something to the effect of like I get the sense that like a lot of people have let you down in your life. And he's like, but I won't be one of them. It was really sweet. It was really sweet. I loved it. Oh. We're never going to see this character again. No. He sure did eat Shout up out the Mr. time L. he had. Does um, he get a cannon? How many people get cannons? 
No, no, okay. Only being only people in the credits. only students. How about that? Only student. Only anyone who is in the the opening. <gasps> okay, credits. Yes, yes. Yeah. If you are in the opening credits, then you get a canon. Okay, that's fair. That's a good. That's Carrie a... got a canon. Yes, she was in the opening <laughs> credits. Was she? Yes. What did she do? She's like, uh oh, it's um, uh, what is the sport? Um, <laughs> lacrossing. Uh, Field it is lacrosse. I think she's it's... playing lacrosse in the opening credits I think it's of the show. I think she has a lacrosse net. I fully don't remember her being in the opening credits. I guess we'll see next. Because then Kendra's like right behind her for like a split <gasps> second. And yes. I think it's lacrosse. I could be wrong. Okay, I think you're right. Now I remember. Um. Uh, also, we find out uh, Mr. L doesn't know how to touch type. <laughs> nope. <laughs> he is he is pecking, pecking and finding, pecking and yeah. finding. Yeah. You know how to touch type, right? What do you mean, like this? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay. Not all, not everyone does. I did all the right type. Okay, it's funny because I, when I was in middle school and I was first learning how to, you know, I was taking keyboarding and I used to be a hunt and pecker because mm. I was like the only thing I knew. And we had a computer for a few years before I took a keyboarding class. So I was a hunt and pecker and I used to be really bad at uh, touch typing and now I'm so fast. Did you take typing lessons so that you could um, get a job at one of the firms in the city and be a cool single lady? No, it was just like required. I just meant like a madman kind of thing. We uh, really need to be done with uh, <laughs> this episode. <laughs> um, so this episode is good. I liked it. Does it go there? Huh? Yeah. I don't know. Yes. They called the ambulance. I think it does. <laughs> I think so. That's pretty serious. And Amy, you know, who knew? An icon amongst us this whole time. We didn't realize. Yeah, it went there for that reason alone. I love Amy. God. I'm glad you do. Amy, Amy, Amy. It's the Amy Winehouse song. Mm-hmm. So, it did go there. We liked both of these episodes. Uh, what did we learn today? Is it time to share with the class? Do you want me to start? Yeah, take it away. Take it away. I'm going to gather my notes real quick. Yeah, so I learned, please just, please just play with your paper a little louder. Get that ASMR. Yeah. Okay, I have them ready. Okay. I learned that if you want to be legally emancipated in the great nation of Canada, all you have to do is get a teacher's permission. Yeah, just ask, honestly. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) you're good to go. No courts, no, nothing else. There's no process. I like it. Yeah, what did you learn? Today, I learned that... Um, hmm. Uh, what's going on here? Today I learned that when it comes to your Italian restaurant, location is very, very important. Mm-hmm. So you want to have some foot traffic from like a local mall. <laughs> and you know... Clearly it's too hot in here. Yeah, um, we're losing our minds. Uh, hopefully it'll be cooler next week. No, it, no. It'll be hotter. Spoiler alert, no. Yeah. So we'll be even more insane next week for the finale. <gasps> the finale. There's only one episode. Yeah, we're gonna right. do the finale, and I guess we have to have a special guest, which I haven't planned for yet. But we're gonna do something. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I guess we'll have a guest next week. So, bye. See you then. See you then. Go away, little girl. You're annoying me.